0: That's investher, H-E-R, con.com, promo code 100, best ever to get $100 off your ticket.
1: That brand it is so important, but if you have a sign out front that looks dilapidated or is old and weathered, that is going to be a huge negative for the first impression or how a potential renter feels about it. Yeah
0: best ever listeners i want to mention lima one capital and i found out about them through a guest that i was interviewing on the show and he mentioned how he was scaling his business he was actually buying 10 single family homes within one year and i asked him how were you able to buy 10 single family homes and how were you financing that he's like oh well i just use an asset based lender i was like who is that and he told me it's lima one capital I reached out to them afterwards, got to know them, and they are the sponsor of today's episode because they've got some unique lending programs. Uh, One of them is called Rental30, where, as I mentioned, they're an asset-based lender. So they're lending based on the property's appraised value, as well as they look at the down payment that you're bringing to the table and the cash reserves. Uh, They'll lend up to 75% loan-to-value, and this is huge. This is huge because... Typically, as a single family investor, uh, your lending strength is based on your personal income as well as how many properties you have, how many loans you have out. There's no restrictions on portfolio size with their Rental 30 program. Go to lima1capital.com forward slash best ever, sign up, learn more about the program. That's lima1capital.com dot com forward slash best ever they also have a program for fix and flippers even if you haven't done a fix and flip they'll still lend to you they've been in the business uh since 2010 so they've been around the block they know their underwriting guidelines they're not loosey-goosey but they do have a very specific uh criteria um that helps Beginning fix and flippers get their fix and flip projects done, as well as experienced fix and flippers. They reward you as an experienced fix, fix and flipper, and you actually get a lower interest rate and lower origination fee. Again, go to limaonecapital.com forward slash best ever. And some legal stuff I have to say it is Lima One Capital LLC. And the NMLS ID number is one three two four four zero three, And their address is 201 East McBee Avenue, Suite 300, Greenville, South Carolina, 29601. Again, lima1capital.com forward slash best ever. If you're looking for a fix and flip loan or if you're looking for a buy and hold investment property, and you're trying to finance it, and you want it to be asset-based. LimaOneCapital.com forward slash best ever. Best ever, listeners, how you doing? Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the show where we cut out the fluffy stuff because your time's valuable, and we're going to get right into it. And if you're a first-time listener, you don't know that we've spoken to Barbara Corcoran from Shark Tank, Robert Kiyosaki, the author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and many others. And if you're a loyal, best ever listener, then welcome back. Glad to have you. I know today's Sunday. Therefore, the weekend is super precious to you. So, we're going to make a really good use of your time. We're going to do a special segment, as we always do on Sundays, called Skill Set Sunday, where we talk about a specific skill that will help you move your business forward in real estate as a real estate entrepreneur. And with us today, we have got a marketing and branding expert. We're going to talk about how. He helps his clients with branding of their apartment communities. He also works with developers, investors, and brokers. How you doing, Doug Backman?
1: Hi, Joe. How are you doing?
0: Nice to have you on the show. And I came across Doug... After reading an article in Multifamily Executive that he had on this topic of branding apartment communities, and I reached out to him, I was like, I love this article. I've got to have you on the podcast, and you've got to share your insight with the best ever listeners. A little bit more about Doug. He is the managing director at DB Marketing, he is a seasoned advertising agency executive. He's worked at A lot of the well-known advertising agencies, he is based in Denver, Colorado, and you can say hi to him at his company's website, which is in the show notes page. With that being said, Doug, really quickly, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background, and then we'll dive into it.
1: Yeah, sure. I came from a big agency background uh, out in San Francisco, working at a couple of the global Firms like Grey Worldwide and then FootCone and Belding, and then moved to Denver about 10 years ago and started uh, um, targeting real estate developers, brokers, and investors as a niche of marketing that was really underserved. And you think about how valuable a lot of these assets are and had very little marketing to them. A lot of times it's just sticking a photo into a broker template or you have a national leasing software company that they'll put your picture in there and really understanding the value of good marketing from branding to design, uh, print, signage, PR and how important that is to some of the projects both for attracting customers and the asset value itself. And so we have worked with uh, multi-family builders, home builders, uh, resorts, master plan developments all across the board for real estate marketing and And it's been a great fit and I think it's, it's really catching on the importance as people look and see their competition Starting to do better marketing. They understand a lot of times you just kind of, it takes visually seeing a competitor and what they're doing, and, and they say, Wow, I, I need that. What are my customers thinking about me? And so it's really started to take off, especially in this multifamily segment.
0: So we could go a whole lot of different directions based on what you just said, but I'd like to take us down the path of talking about branding apartment communities and. With that, what do we need to be aware of? Let's let's say we're looking at buying an apartment community. Like what what are the thoughts that we should have? Costs, positioning, what where do we go from here?
1: I think branding is such a vague word and that's the hard part about it for people to understand. It's used so frequently, and then just uh, um, really um, understanding why is it important, because it's not something like a web click or an impression that is easy to analyze if you're some of the smaller guys. And, And so, Branding is is really important because it's one of the most important assets to the building. It's it's people's perception and what they think about a property and everything that goes into that. And you start with the naming of it and what that conveys to your potential renter and then you go to the logo and and the design and, and the fonts and the color and and everything that surrounds that. And you think about some of the bigger brands that are out there and how they can need to refresh or make sure they are current and updated in today's world. And it's so easy for an apartment brand to become outdated right on the front sign. It's on the website, it's on the print collateral. And so that branding can be important to revisit every few years, five years, 10 years, um, especially when you see so many of these new developments that come in. And so um, branding has been an important piece that we can help companies with both starting, a new development or especially, and I think this is most often overlooked with existing properties. You know, there's a lot of apartments out there that are built in the seventies, eighties, nineties that already their brand has become outdated. And, and with renters that can be a key piece. It's something where it connects emotionally with the renter. This is one of their uh, most expensive purchases or contracts they'll sign into and we know the power of marketing is connecting emotionally with your audience and the brand goes a long way in doing that
0: how do you connect emotionally with renters good
1: question and it's from top to bottom but I I would say the most important part about that is it, it really is a first impression that brand like I said it's on the sign out front or it's on the website that they'll see before and so it, it is so important. You hear brokers all the time talk about the importance of curb appeal, right, and how valuable that first impression is to the sale for a brokerage. But um, if, if you have a sign out front that looks dilapidated or is old and weathered, that is going to be a huge negative for the first impression or how uh, a potential renter feels about it. If you have a logo that is outdated, whether it be with fonts, graphics, colors, that is going to go a long way with how a potential renter feels about it. And so I think just starting with those basic building blocks can be really important.
0: You mentioned earlier that it's not as easy to see, I wrote ROI because I, I, I think I'm paraphrasing what you said, but it's not as easy to see the return on investment with the branding for the smaller players because it's not like web clicks, et etc., How do you uh, show the return on investment with your clients? Like what are the quantifiable metrics that you are evaluated against?
1: Well, it's a good question and and it is something that's tough. and, And so we look at it from a bigger perspective on how the value that we've added to our customers. And so what we try to find is from a bigger perspective, you know, marketing is so confusing and it's really fragmented that maybe you have an ad, you know, it's become more of an ad sales type of business that, There's a social media company here, a designer here, a video production company here. But we take a more integrated, holistic approach with our clients that we're their marketing partners. So our objectives are to help them maybe increase renters, maybe increase the value of the building, increase the rent itself. And so really that's our end goal. Because I think it can be really short-sighted when people, there's a lot of digital companies out there that are selling clicks, selling impressions, things like that. But from the bigger advertising world, we understand that that's not necessarily as valuable as conversions. And so we work with clients and want to see what's some of the value that we've added. Uh, for example, as you said, I'm based in Denver and there was a property that we did a whole rebranding approach called the Meadows. That's just in a a suburb called Thornton. And so we were able to do a rebranding that we did the, the logo, the signage around their print collateral and web, and they were able to greatly increase the renters and the rent in their building. And the value of the asset now has tripled in the last five years, we've heard. So I think and- that's a great way or a great result to show rather than just trying to say how many extra clicks did I get.
0: And in addition to the branding with the value tripling, I'd be shocked if they weren't also putting in money for capital improvements like interior renovations.
1: That, that Yeah, there were some interior more on the pool house and but mainly signage and landscaping in areas like that that really helped them.
0: When you are first approached by An investor who's about to buy an apartment community and says, Hey, I want to rebrand this thing because it's got terrible one star reviews online. I need to like control alt delete on it and start fresh. What are your steps?
1: I think the first step is being able to sit down and understand everything about the property and what the owner wants to do. And so it's important to say, You know, who's the existing audience there? What are the rental rates? What's the occupancy? What is he looking for? What is the neighborhood like? What is the building like? One key point about marketing that's so incredible, a lot of these buildings are worth so much money, and they put all this money into them, and then they hardly put a dime into their marketing program. And ironically, more people see the marketing program than the inside of the building. And so it's really being able to understand that and take them inside the building, differentiate from the competition, and figure out what is that thing that really connects and helps to sell the property. And so we'll sit down and understand everything about that. Then we go back and create a campaign around something. Uh, For example, uh in downtown there was one of the really popular new mixed use developments that had apartments on top and it was a luxury living community. It just basically had a photo into it that was dropped into a broker template. And we came in and had this really dynamic campaign called the City Awaits and it showed these beautiful views with city lights and thirty-six top level residents available and visually it brought that traffic into those residences that they may never have known existed before. And so I I think it really is, to go back to your question, like what do we do that makes it special from the front end when we meet? It it is finding that way that we can visually connect with the audience.
0: Have you done any branding for 1970s garden-style properties? Yeah,
1: when you say gardens.
0: Like, yeah, just just uh, just instead of like a mid-rise or a high-rise, just what you'd typically think of for the 1970s type of apartment community? Yes. What's an example there? Because I'm thinking for a downtown property and they've got views, I mean, sold. That makes a lot of sense, very visually striking. But when we're talking about, you know, so apartment community in the Midwest – that's in you know, the next to a barber shop and maybe like a hot tub store. How do you tell that story?
1: And you're you're exactly right. I mean it's a different story, but there still is the same fundamental principles of marketing and branding that connect with those renters. I would use the example of it, if you're gonna go talk about looking at upgrades and some of these physical asset improvements that it, just because developers, that's who they are in their nature. They'll typically look at that first. Like what, what can we do to, to build or add to the physical asset? But it seems more often than not, one of the most cost-effective methods is probably paint. And by painting it, that's how you can upgrade the look and feel or at least bring it more current. Well, the exact same thing I think would be said for marketing. I mean that that is a, a, a color um, an aesthetic that you can upgrade and it's a lot more cost effective than doing a lot of those physical improvements to buildings
0: to work with an agency like yours there is cost obviously and real estate investors typically make their money depending on the structure of, of how it works but uh, usually, once a transaction happens, uh, well, always, I would think, once a transaction happens, but then um, if it's a developer, then probably whenever it actually sells or they do a big refinance to capitalize on the equity they've they forced. So I suspect it's pretty darn challenging for you to talk to real estate investors and tell them you know, why they should be investing money into marketing whenever there might be a perception that, It's just, you know, an extra cost that they don't have to pursue. So what's the number one thing that you say that converts the skeptics to actually being a client?
1: That's an excellent point, Joe. And you used a really good word for that in the Best Ever Listeners. You said the word investing. And often you will get those owners and the developers that don't necessarily have a marketing background but um, they don't realize we need to be putting this money into marketing. We need to invest this money because there's a positive correlation between marketing and sales. And so there's a positive traditionally the statistics show that there's a positive return on investment with marketing. And so that's where it's so easy for somebody as an owner just to look at marketing as a line sheet and say oh we can delete this but they don't know what they're sacrificing by not doing it. You know, what is the cost of a renter to you if you lose one or gain a new one? You know, what is the value of that to you? How does that affect the value of your building by losing more renters because you're cutting your marketing program? And that is the hardest valuation for clients and I would say that our best proof is in the long-term clients that we have And any time they build a new building or take on or purchase a new property they know that marketing needs to be involved in the asset that it's too risky not to invest in marketing and that by not doing that they would run the risk of decreasing the renters or the asset itself
0: you're based in Denver Colorado what's the farthest place that you've helped with marketing on?
1: You know, we've helped a wide range. Um, Right now we're doing a project up in the Bay Area called Blue Harbor. And it's actually a uh, apartment wrap around this old historic Pete's Marina in Redwood City. So, you know, that's really exciting from a marketing perspective that we get to talk about bells and whistles to sell this resort-style apartment that is uh, built up around an actual marina in the Bay Area.
0: How do you knowing that real estate's so hyper local, how do you get that emotional connection with people in cities that you're not living in and not intimately familiar with?
1: I think there's a number of methods and it, it, it really does go down to understanding the project in the area as, as much as possible. And for us what we'll do is is we work closely with the developer and the architect. We really understand the building, the property. Uh, We understand the designs. We'll work with the renderings and the floor plans. And then we take it a step further, but that we'll go and reach out to the city government's business improvement districts who are often very helpful contacts for our marketing material, whether it's by data, by research, Photography, different elements, or just conversations to understand the tone. And that can be really helpful. You know, the, those locations are there as to help business and promote it. And so they, they typically are really good at uh, not only getting in, information about the area, but um, when we do neighborhood sections or city sections on websites or print collateral or that, they're really useful to get a lot of those details. And so we have that combination of builder, developer, city areas, um, and being able to talk to other people in the neighborhoods. And that typically gives you a really good flavor on where it is and where it's been. you know, it is so important to a marketing campaign. Everybody about real estate talks about location. And, again, that's another thing that can be overlooked when connecting with the audience by really selling Um, Because a lot of times, too, it's not just a city, but the specific neighborhood. And more and more, these places where people live define the people. You know, apartments have changed so much that it's not just uh, uh, four walls in a box. You know, now they have lifestyle amenities, locations, they have their own brands, and it's our job as marketers to really communicate that, connect with it.
0: How much does it cost?
1: How much does it cost? One flat rate?
0: five dollars or fifty thousand so i i I know it depends on I, i know it depends on the project to your you know the the scope of things so let me give you let me i'll be more specific to brand a apartment community from those four things logo signage print website that you did for meadows what's the range that would cost
1: we look at ten thousand, twenty-five thousand, fifty thousand. Those are typically around some of our budget ranges, and it's so complicated and based on the project because we're a services business. So we have a an art director, a web developer, a strategist, a copywriter, and everything that goes into that. Um, where you know I can I can look at our time, but then again, it, those foundation signs that you have out front. It can be 8016 or whatever, depending on the materials mm-hmm. and the structure that you put into it. But, you know, typically we meet with clients and, and understand their budget. And then we say, come back to them with a plan saying, um, this is the best plan within $15,000 budget and what we would recommend. And so that's what's so hard about marketing is everything it's not a template at least good marketing effective marketing isn't and we try to learn and understand and then come back with what fits best with their budget
0: awesome so if a best ever listener has a smaller property or maybe a portfolio of properties that are close by or maybe they're a broker or something and they have a marketing budget then they could come to you and say hey i got a budget of this much what do I need help with? Sometimes we don't even know what we need help with, and then how would we approach it? So that that's something that that's the approach that you like to take.
1: Good question. I, we we do such a range of real estate projects. I mean, everything from the, the fancy mixed use development we talked about in the best location in the city to we just uh, worked on a one page website with a sixplex in a popular new neighborhood that um, were able to utilize their own customized website that more people the majority of people will search a website before purchasing anything these days and so it was extremely important for them to get exposure and help with conversions Mm -hmm. and you know just going into the web and and looking at that what important statistics we know from having a a good well-branded well-designed website and how much that can present the property itself is huge nowadays.
0: Doug, is there anything else you want to mention as it relates to branding of apartment communities?
1: I just think how more and more important it is becoming. Um, you know, it's such a hot topic with all the competition that is coming online now. According to CoStar, 29 of the 34 top metro markets are going to see vacancy increases due to so much development right now. And you look at those conferences that go on, and they talk about as is an industry or as owners, what what can we do? And well, first thought is, well, decrease prices. Let's increase our amenities. Let's look at concessions and, and some of some of these different things. And it seems like if I was an owner that the first, the most important thing to start with and the most cost effective would be, okay, well, why don't I do a better job competing for my market share? I need to improve my marketing program. I need to make sure my brand is updated and current looking. I need to make sure I have a good web presence. I need to be sure I have a good print handout for tours and referrals. And then I need to be sure the signage is a good reflection of the building and for curb appeal. And it seems like making sure your own house is in order with a good marketing plan is a lot more important before as an industry, everybody starts cutting prices or something like that. Because we know the competition is coming, is here and coming and and everything that's planned in the pipeline for so many of these metro areas that good marketing, I think, is a good first start.
0: Absolutely, couldn't agree more, but perhaps that's because I also have an advertising background, so I'm a little bit biased, but boy, it's it's so true. And I uh, really appreciate you being on the show and talking through branding and how to do that for apartment communities as well as others. Um, you know, with with brokers. We didn't we didn't get into the details of that, but I think that certainly what we've discussed can be applied to to a lot of different areas of real estate, and I'm. It was interesting to me that you do. You know, you did the sixplex one page website all the way up to the big stuff that uh, sounds like you're working at, working with in Redwood City, the Blue Harbor project that you mentioned. Uh, really interesting that you know, with the rebrand of positioning, repositioning properties or existing properties that you have. The first thing is to. Uh, connect emotionally with your clients, your customers who are the renters. And the first impression is what is really going to be lasting. And that can be the signage as well as the online first impression, the website. Uh, So really honing in on those two things and then going from there. Uh, But in order to do that, you also need the design the color palette the logo you know the treatment kind of the overall approach a font all that good stuff so there is a lot involved there really appreciate you walking us through all that i hope you have a best ever weekend doug and we will talk to you soon
1: okay great thanks joe to you and your best ever listeners and take care
0: oh you know what you know what i forgot to ask you what's the best place the best ever listeners can reach you I think
1: the best place is our website. Uh, go to www.dbmarketingltd.com. It has more information on the really our, our philosophy with marketing and how uh, marketing really matters to these real estate developments. And you can see some of the portfolios, and there's some uh, different case studies and background for everybody there. So I think that's a great place to go and then contact us. Uh, Our number is 303-468-3974 here in Denver.
0: Awesome. Thanks a lot, Doug. Okay. Thank you, Joe. If you're looking for new multi-unit investment options in stable top-notch markets, then turn to Fourplex Investment Group at fig.us. That's F-I-G dot U-S. FIG specializes in new construction multi-units and managed communities perfectly suited for A-caliber investors. Go to fig.us.